Hello, friend. You are listening to Down the Yellow Brick Pod, an all things Wizard of Oz podcast that will take you over the rainbow and down a yellow brick rabbit hole as we pull back the curtain on American culture's most visited fairyland. We are your hosts, Tara and MK, the royal revisionists of Oz and roommates in Queens, New York here to preserve the rustic emeralds of yesteryear and reimagine an Oz for today and future generations. This season, we will be deep diving with the melodies of the many musical adaptations of L. Frank Baum's original Oz book, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, taking up residency in the 1939 classic MGM film, as well as the 70s super soul hit, The Wiz. Visit our Insta at Down the Yellow Brick Pod for an accompanying scrapbook and fave space to connect, as well as our Patreon community where we continue the escapism and entertainment with Tiny Oz concerts, acoustic coffee shop covers and mashups, not sponsored by NPR, and other good witchy perks for each Patreon tier. Our Patreons are truly our MVPs. Consider joining our Oz fam today, it would truly make our day. May the world of Oz continue to be a bewitching escape in bewildering years, nostalgic and nuanced, and a magical refuge where two gals and queens can cross yellow brick roads with wonders like you. I'll also include my little moment from the amazing Wiz 40th anniversary celebration M that you presents. Thank you so much. So I actually went down a little Ken Page Tell rabbit hole. Everything. I love that you went for Andre. I went for Ken Page uh, because Ken Page is in a uh, holds a unique intersection in the Oz world as playing the Cowardly Lion in the Wizard of Oz Madison Square Garden wow. production in the Roseanne Bar and Arthur Kit companies. So he has that as well as being a replacement Cowardly Lion in the original iterations of the Wiz. He also voiced Oogie Boogie in Nightmare Before Christmas. He also did a voice in All Dogs Go to Heaven. So those are like oh, iconic. But he iconic. created the role of Ken in the original Broadway production of Ain't Misbehavin'. Wow. And played the role of Old Dudes in both the original Broadway and film stage productions of Kitty Cats. Kitty Cats. Liza, we gotta go see those kitty cats. Kitty Cats. They're playing at the Winter Garden. <laughs> this is so amazing. He's pretty cool. He's also he's from huge. St. Louis. St. He, Louis. He got to start working at the Muni, which is the Muni is going to become a bigger part of our journey down the line. I'm going to mention wait. the Muni one more time tonight, too, which is very tonight. Tonight. It's, it's tonight. You're watching this. <laughs> You're listening to this tonight. You better I don't know. be listening on the um, evening. You better be listening on the evening time. So, yeah, he um, got his start at the Muni, also continues to go back to the Muni. He's done The Wizard of Oz there as well. Wow. Um, so he's had a pretty cool career. He's also... He, he did Grinch. He did Grinch, yes. I love that about him. He was also on one of my favorite television shows growing up Tell called me. Touched by an Angel. <laughs> I was of course. With Touched by an Angel. I mean, his career he's played is God. illustrious. He's played God twice. He also identifies as gay. <laughs> no, no, it's in do. here. His one note as a personal life is he identifies Fierce. as gay. So love it. I love that he's out and open about his identity. Yeah. Amazing. So here's just a little clip of why Ken Page mm. is amazing Ugh. from that amazing tribute. Oh, oh my. People are freaking out. That's it for me. <laughs> 
Oogie Boogie voice now. Oh my gosh. I mean, that, that audience is freaking out. Also, you better hold a sweat he's rag. He's holding a sweat rag. I know, and he's like, you know what? I'm about to belt. Um, Guess what? He has my same birthday. I have oh. his, let's say it better. I have his birthday. <laughs> he has okay? my birthday. We're best friends. I love him. Let's get love him on the pod. So I feel like oh my he would gosh. be delish to talk to. I also love that he, yeah, he's like, you know what? I just work at the Muni all the time. Yeah. Just like, like chilling up literally I, recently. He's like every year there. This is the kind of actor I'm always like, I love. Love, I love you. I love you because you're around. Love you. You work, you like consistently work in a way that is invigorating. Like this yes. performance was magical. He looks so joyful. And like, I feel like he has like a normal like, I, this is what I would gravitate towards. Like, a normal to life that is all working time. all the time is At a great theater. exciting. Yes. I love super him dearly. Exciting. I'm a I big mean, fan. Big fan, big fan. All right. Moving on. This is so fun. So, yeah, number six was my Stephanie Mills Home official video. So, we covered that. Got it. Okay. I don't know what your number one is. I hope. I don't. I don't know. Because this think, is. You think it's my number one. This is a guess. <laughs> I think you have to know. Right my number five is. The Michael Jackson Disney World medley. No, that's not my number one. Okay, okay. I was laughing really hard. Okay, so in 1980, I don't know much about this because it's hard to find it's any information. It's on our IG. I posted on our IG. Go IG. to Down the Elevator Pod so Instagram. Tara Tag did some great research for us. But there. No, not really. I just posted the video. <laughs> she just and posted the video posted and commented. And I looked it up and there's really not, there's there really not, not much. Like I commented on it. There's really not. But there's a medley that Michael Jackson did at Disney World for the 25th anniversary of Disney World year 1980 and it starts with this <laughs> how to even describe it like a young boy and his grandpa and the grandpa's kind of like I'm tired I don't even know this part okay uh, hey, uh, Adam you won't believe this Adam. I just finished my 20th trip on Big Thunder but wait this place really wears you out <laughs> yeah, acting Steven, He's over it. Some... Oh, I'm sorry, Zach. You're not having too much fun, are you? Well, I couldn't. If you really want to go, well, we'll go. Come on. We'll just... And guess who they meet? Michael Jackson. Michael It's just like not they're great just, acting. They're just setting and not it up. Great this goes on for a while, and then we get into your favorite moment, where he's just standing on a rock outside of the castle, singing "When You Wish Upon a Star," and it, he's just in this beautiful fall orange sweater. He sings. We get a close up. He's just like going for it. Yeah, gone broke. I proceed. It's so beautiful. It's so sweet. And then we transition on over. And he's walking outside of the castle. And he has a little yellow brick road. Because he's there. I don't, I've never heard this version. The follows, get me. This part. Yeah, different lyrics here. Donald, Minnie, Pinocchio. I think this is off of one of the Disney records, which we'll get into more. Love it. With our Muni It's so sweet. Chippendale. Yeah, everyone's just joining. Ripping. And now, get ready, y'all. Here we go. 
Why don't you? It's a question. It's a question. It's a question. The backup vocalists. Oh, the backup vocalists are. Why don't you? Are so ready. Oh my god. Seven dwarfs are in. I mean, they're not even together. Y'all, just go to our Insta to see this. It's amazing. The choreo. And you did it. You crushed it on the Insta. You were like, a five. Six, seven, eight, and a one, and a two, and it's like the the rehearsals for this of learning this choreo. It's literally like and a kick and a step and a kick and a step and a one. I mean, and they're an in arc. fully masked costumes. Like anything. they're all the characters. But, it's amazing. But the way the the camera like pans, it's like okay, Donald dance, and now to the dwarves, they're gonna dance now. I mean, it's also just stunning because they're like going all over the Disneyland over property Disney. with no one there. Yeah, now they're walking underneath the um the castle michael there michael is there and he riffs and it's just so fantastic taking that little train he's on a little cart here i mean take him away i don't understand yeah i think it's coming out of also disney doing all those records with Wizard of Oz because they always wanted to do Wizard of Oz things. Yeah. So like it it feels like it was like a, oh cool, let's connect the dot here. Let's have Michael Jackson lead us in this twenty fifth anniversary celebration. I mean it was yeah. genius. And and so okay, so I don't know much about Captain EO. Yeah, that Captain was after EO was this? right after this. Yeah. Okay. Not so, I mean there's a little time. So maybe they were like, all right, Michael's gonna be a big part a of Disney World Disney. soon, so let's bring him in. You know Which of course is now more challenging to look back at a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. with everything we now it's know. I will say is. through this journey, I have fallen in love with Michael. So Michael. interesting. I really, I'm going to just say it. Like I can compartmentalize him more than I can for many people for many who people. have um, incriminating evidence against them. Like, I mean, I believe these boys that have come forward, mm-hmm. um, these men that have come forward now, I believe them. And I also, it's kind of, I guess I can with Richard Pryor too. Like I also see Michael thinking he was completely, I, I mean, Michael was also a damaged, like had a damaged soul, mm-hmm. um, had incorrect ways of behaving. Mm-hmm. And For I sure. could separate the talent from, from the very damaging person. Damaging. Damaged right. and dam- damaging person. Right, right. Um, in ways I can't for uh, some other people. So I'm just going to own that about my truth. Like, I don't feel proud of that or anything. It's just... Uh, you're not alone in that, It though. is. Like, a lot of these YouTube comments are people saying the same thing. Like, I love him you so know? much. I yeah. love him. Or, like, this display of him in such a childlike wonder is so beautiful. But it's, like, that was also used against him, you know. And, of course, it's, like... There were there were things that actually happened that are not yeah. okay. Not okay. Um, but you're not alone. I think a lot of people feel that same way of like instant crying when they see this video. You know, so it's also like such a nostalgic time. So for nostalgic. Oh my god, the early eighties. Yeah, Forget and I it. love that they had a ease on down the road moment too. It's like, I know that's great at Disney. That's wonderful. It's a pretty big deal. I love that yeah. you brought that into this. Yeah, it just brought it did bring me joy. It, it's know? really joyful. No, I agree. There you go. Okay. Okay. So my next one, I don't have any sound clips for this. I could not choose. Okay. 
is the Encores oh. 2009 production starring Ashanti. Stop it. That happened at the New York City Center. Mm-hmm. And it was a concert, but Encores used to be more concert-y. Now it's like fully realized productions that just happen very quickly. I've seen it. I've seen it both ways. I've seen I've seen like fully realized. This and then I've fully seen realized. where it's like we're reading out of our binders, you know, like no sets. I'm, I'm always, yeah, it's always, I guess, it's kind of a toss up. up. Yeah. But more, this one was, I think it's more fully produced lately. Well, I don't know. Whatever, you know, I don't know. It's great either way. It's very fast. It is very fun to see it, you know. Yes. And this was probably one of the biggest productions of the whiz that has happened in the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, in the city, which is very exciting. So that's a big deal. I just want to present my favorite performances, which include Lashawn's <sighs> as the Good Witch singing "Believe in Yourself" and "Arrested Body Is Arrested Mind." It's unbelievably beautiful. She looks stunning. Um, we'll put some pictures up on the Instagram. I love Lashawn so much. Um, she's been one of my favorite performers growing up. Once on this island, I was obsessed with her in that. Um, but I also want to give a nod to to Chena Arnold, who is Eveline, and it's incredible how they stage No Bad News. She's getting dressed in No Bad News. It's the visual of it is what sells it for me. So that's why I didn't pull up a sound clip. I mean, mm-hmm. she sounds fantastic too, but she is having people put her into a. Gown. It does feel like strongest suit Amneris yes. vibes. Like mm-hmm. it's she's preparing or to like go slay a dragon. Like it feels like she's it's like armor in a way. Yeah, it's super cool. So those performances, the witches' performances, were my favorite that I watched some clips of. I think you could see majority of the show on YouTube through clips, which is exciting. There's also rehearsal footage that's available through New York City Center that, themselves. That's exciting to see Lashawn's. Um, at the piano singing Believe in Yourself they're beautiful wow yeah I wish I could have seen that live this is on your list this is (laughs) I'll this is on my list this is top this is getting close to my top okay don't touch it yeah don't touch it I just know that I agree with everything you just said okay 100% this is a very special production I lied to you about being done with the Wiz Live. I guess I'm not done. <laughs> my one of my next ones is Wiz Live okay. coming up. Okay. okay, I'll bounce my Wiz Live off of this one. Okay, great. So, again, I think I just feel a connection, like I emotional connection to the Wiz Live for many reasons. But now that we met Shanice and have fallen in love with her, and I want to be her best friend, I just like uh, I'm like more obsessed with this production. But there is a clip that Stephanie Mills and Shanice this Williams. My, this is mine. Really? Okay, perfect. Yes. They mm-hmm. sing home together. Sing Shanice. Oh. This is one of my favorite moments. Oh, she does say that, yeah. Stephanie, she's so cute. Sing this Shanice. This is wild. It's. It's the same clip. December I see what you have. December 4th, 2015. <laughs> They're in like a random studio. Just It looks like a Pearl or like a Ripley. I think it was. Is it where they filmed it? I think this was also taken earlier because that's really, really close to when they would. 100%. Yeah. I think, I they think it actually was. Think they performed much... the third, I believe. December yeah. The third. This must have been something that they, they did earlier on. But they're just both standing by the piano and they sing home and they sort of take turns like going back and forth. But I mean, number one, this is iconic. They both sound gorgeous. It's sort of like original Dorothy now kind of a new, you know, yeah. iteration. Torch but passing. again, Stephanie Mills is the classiest person. And we were talking about this. We won't get too into it because we want to keep a teaser. But the fact that when we saw Jessica Vosk 
Yes. She was making her Carnegie Hall debut, but she also had... She had, like, a contest to bring someone in to make their Carnegie Hall debut. Or when I saw Kristen Chenoweth's Broadway show in celebration of her album for the girls, she had Mm -hmm. artists, women, come on and make Make their their Broadway Broadway debut. Stephanie Mills here throughout the song is just pointing to Shanice being like, your turn. She gives Shanice the last big note. It's beautiful. Throughout, she's literally just like, as you mentioned, like, sing, Shanice. Like, this is all you. It's a passing of the torch. And I can't imagine, like... She's so if tiny. I was playing freaking Alphaba and Idina Menzel comes in and is like, we're singing a song together. And she's like, here, yeah. you go for it. You know, like how that just must, Shanice must just carry that. Like if I had a bad day, I'd be like, once upon a time, Stephanie Mills looked at me and said, sing. You know, like, <laughs> it was one of those. It's just a really special moment. I love that they did it. And I mean, Stephanie sounds incredible as always. So it's a great clip. Please add. Can I play my clip? Yes, please. You said it all. <laughs> oh. She's stunning. you She sings it to her. Stephanie back yeah. to the theater. Yeah. Like they did that whole kind of real ritualistic. Yes. I'm so glad they did this because that is such a beautiful passing, passing of the torch, passing of the baton, passing of the roll down, which I wish it's this stuff happened more. It's so exciting. Nope, exactly my moment from The Wiz because I love The Wiz as a whole, as an entirety. Mm-hmm. I feel like in our episode, which we'll link in the show notes with Shanice, we get into our loves of specific moments in The Wiz Live with Shanice. So just hit that episode up if you're more curious to us like breaking down The Wiz Live with the star of The, the Wiz The star! Live, which is very exciting. Oh, oh, so good. Love Stephanie. Love Shanice. That moment is Incredible. so special. If we're thinking of The Wiz as like a franchise or like an empire, like that's an iconic moment in The Wiz. Canon. Yes. Legacy. Like that is a moment that if you know The Wiz, you need to know you that moment. You need to know that moment. That's and a make huge sure, like, in, edu- I, in education, if I were teaching a class, I would share this moment of like, this should be encouraged. Like, having original cast members, mm-hmm. especially of iconic material, coming back to. It means the world to pass that key, that torch, like we keep saying, the baton over. Mm-hmm. Gives the performer an ownership that maybe they wouldn't have felt without, too. Because it's like, yeah, 100%. I'm stepping into shoes that are worn. This is why we have the slipper hood at the end of the day. Yes, yes. These shoes have all been worn. No mm-hmm. one is stepping into new shoes, but we are stepping into new shoes, right? Because we're bringing ourselves. Uh, so yeah. 
I have a fun story real quick. So literal shoes. For Sister Act, I wore, at the end, Mary Robert wears like the purple high heel boots. I wore the pair that I had belonged to Ashley Moniz, who was an understudy and in the ensemble for Mary Rob. Um, and she had put her initials like on the side. Um, and I only met her through that. Like, I think I reached out to her to be like, I'm wearing your shoes. And it was just an Instagram friendship. And then I signed my initials. And it just made you be like, oh, cool. Like, I am carrying on someone else's literal shoes and, like, the legacy of this role. And it just – so to have – to connect with her was really special, even though I'd never met her in person. It just felt like, oh, yeah, I'm a part of this, you know. So that means means a lot. (sighs) Amazing. Beautiful. Okay. Another one just to pop in. So I'll pop in two more recent concert performances right now. One to pop in is also another 40th celebration. It happened at Summer Stage. Yes. Do you have this in yours? I didn't. Okay. Yes, I, I was looking into this. The Summer Stage concert. And let me just tell you all a little bit about Summer Stage. Capital One City Parks Foundation Summer Stage is New York's largest free outdoor performing arts festival. In a typical year, Summer Stage presents approximately 100 free concerts in 15 to 18 parks throughout five boroughs. With performances ranging from American pop, Latin, world music, dance, and theater, Summer Stage fills a vital niche in New York City's summer arts festival landscape. Since its inception 35 years ago, more than 6 million people from New York City and around the world have enjoyed summer stage. Uh, so it just has a really cool legacy. I love that it's accessible. It's yeah, free. it's free. And they did a WISC concert celebration for the 40th anniversary as well. So there was a lot happening because this is also, the WISC Live was not much, mm-hmm. like this was a big hot year for the WISC. Uh, not far after. This is like still the 2015 year. Um, Andre was Lewis in this Andre, production. He's back. Felicia Rashad came back Felicia. for this production. But I will share my favorite moment is Andre doing Andre's performance of Y'all Got It, which I mentioned on our yeah. last episode. It's just incredible and it bears mentioning again because he the dance break is so good. It will definitely be on our Instagram, so come check it out. He's living. That's my favorite moment that I found. There's again, like this one's a little trickier, I think, to find footage of. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's super fun, super exciting, and I love that it's outdoors in yeah, Central Park. Yeah, that's cool. Come on. That's perfect. The last little one I'll pop in here, this is a more recent one, done with full face shields. A Times Square performance oh. shared between Lilius White, Nikki M. James, Solia Pfeiffer. Who, she was in that Songs for a New World production. She's insane. Y'all. I saw her as Evita and Evita she's at New York City Center Encore, dumb. and she's insane. She's dumb. She will be, I think, blowing up Broadway because she's she's an almost famous in the attitude. Oh, cool. I mean, that's right. that. She is an insanely she's gifted so musician. And Peppermint. So yes! I wanted to share Lilius into Peppermint singing the beginning of Home because we usually just go right down to the ending of home because it's it is vocal yeah Yeah. it's it's vocal dynamite it's fireworks happening but um i also just cannot not say this they butcher lilius's name introducing her did you see this no they call they say lil ias how dare they i was like "Uh uh-oh how dare she's a legend "Uh there's a terror tag introducing um (laughs) but full face masks i'm sorry full face Face shields shields. in this performance so this was done March 13th, 2021, on the year anniversary of the Broadway shutdown, okay? In a pop-up performance called We Will Be Back. Oh, 
with the face shield, still looking so fierce. She looks on her own. I wish I had been here. Beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. I mean, they all, they all sound insane. They're just, it's kind of similar to Stephanie and Shanice just popping it back and yeah, forth. Yeah, passing, yeah, passing It's beautiful. I also love in the background, there's like really like focused sitting masked performers. Oh my gosh, they are. Just giving us traditional they're musical like, theater concert. They are concert. giving yeah. you the energy. Yeah, they're just sitting and watching. It's, it's very nice. They're all behind them. They look beautiful. They're all in bright, beautiful colors. The lace is in purple. Yeah. Peppermint's in a Royal. golden yellow. And we have Celia in, an, in a more faded yellow. And we have orange for Nikki oh and James. It's really beautiful. Nikki. We will post that Iconic. on the Instagram as well. Love was that. Was that not on yours? No, it's not on mine. Okay. But I love it. Unquai sounds good. Unquai sounds good. Y'all, breaking news. We just had a little break for sound things. And I'm realizing there's so many moments that I'm forgetting. But Tara reminded me of... I truly an iconic one. I assumed uh, this would be on M's list, so I didn't touch it. I was like, this will be her number one. This is also like how well we surprise each other because we oh don't know each other sometimes. Oh, <laughs> I'm so upset right now. Okay. Well, I mean, All I right. think a lot of our audience has probably seen this one because it is yes. a more recent iteration of the song Home. Oh my gosh. That this was on Pose. From the show Pose, which we have mentioned Probably on our pod many times. Many times. Post comes up a lot. I'm, I'm very behind. But this show. She caught y'all, up. Tara's caught up. This show. This season was incredible. This whole this season. Second, this second season. Is really important. Yes. It's like one of the first, if not only, shows with like actual trans representation. Yeah. Black right? trans. Black yeah. trans representation. representation. Yeah. Um, and Billy Porter and MJ Rodriguez. As be. As Blanca as and Pretel. And Billy is Pretel. They oh, sing God. home and they're in a a home, right? I think they're in a hospital. They're in a hospital. Where there's a lot of AIDS, AIDS patients. patients who are not in good places. Who are, who are yeah. Um, and so they come together and they sing home and it, you will cry. Glad you just played a tiny clip because I can't get through that whole thing. No, I I, I, I was bawling. like truly. I think I that was when I was like I need to take a break from the show because it's so good. But I'm like sobbing. I can't watch this by myself. If you remember this one, would it have been your number one? Oh my! This would have been oh God. top top three. Okay, dang it! So thank you for reminding me. Top three for sure. I think you have to know my number one. 
I think I now remember, and I'm very upset that I did not remember this. Because it, it's not on mine. It's okay. okay. I know I know what I've it is. I've got you. I know what it is. I've got you. All right. So moving on, I'll just, I'll move forward. So number three from, for me was No Bad News from the City Center. Yes. Christina Arnold. Yes. Um, I think I remember Jason telling us about this as well. He yes. was like, this is the only one I want to hear. Uh, you already mentioned all of it. Um, so fabulous. 2009, summer 2009, directed by Thomas Kale, another Hamilton yes. guy, dra- uh, choreographed by Andy Blankenbuehler, mm-hmm. Ashanti, Tashina. Um, I think even the um, musical direction, what is his name? Alex Lacamoire. Yes. James Monroe Eagleheart is a lion. Joshua Henry. I, I was like debating. Tin I was man. like, Joshua Henry is a tin man. His vocals, if you want rich, rich vocals. Oh, yeah. But she is crushing it. She's in this like amazing red sparkly jumpsuit that I want. And I've never really seen that done before where it's like, we are now putting on your wig. We are now like doing a costume change. And it's hilarious. The audience is just like cracking up. Her vocals are sick. So that was my number three. I loved it so much. Amazing. Wild. Okay. I love I love that production. I want to know more about mm-hmm. it. Me too. Okay. So these are some shout outs. For fun, like fun, newer, newer takes on things. One is Annalie Ashford, which I know I'm speaking about a white woman. <laughs> um, but it's it's in the Manhattan Theater Club's miscast cabaret mm. that they do every year in 2015. I also think if where we are now, she probably wouldn't choose to do Slide Some Oil to Me. Okay. I mean, at least it's not like she did Home. She did Slide Some she Oil did a different, yeah. to me, which I it is so funny. She does some superb tapping. She's, what? <laughs> she ends in a jump split. Of course she does. And it's just really fun. She wanted to do The Wiz when she was a kid. That's like the num- her number one musical. She wanted her school to do it. So it's a little like now if you look back on it, it's like a little like, like it's yeah. a little like uh, tone deaf, I think. And like, oh, yes. like you're probably talking about a whole school of white children from what just I it sounds like right. wanting to do The Wiz, right. um, which that is a whole other conversation. Yes. But I think this performance is nothing but a tribute to us. She loves the song. It is clear in That's her. That's sweet. It's clear in her presentation. So I think it does bring up this conversation, which I have no answers for, on um, how this musical <laughs> can... Is there any correct way for people who are not Black identifying, who are not Black skin tones, right. to take on? Right. I don't know. My answer is I don't know. I don't know think either. I'd have Bernadette to is like time... Is uh, that's a whole other different thing, but this Annalie Ashford version, I think, is a unique thing to examine. Is this something now that she'd be slammed for in 2021? She was not slammed in 2015 for doing this. She right. was applauded. Right. People were going nuts in the audience. I'd be curious to hear from people of color, like yes, thoughts, a hundred. Um, because yeah, it, it's kind of both. It's like if there's any situation where it's even remotely perhaps I could see it being okay her doing this it's at the miscast yes. gala because that's I mean I don't think many performances at the miscast gala are about like I'm a white person miscast you know like for this black girl right. like that's weird but it's like maybe because she had the story behind it of like I just fell in love as a kid I didn't really understand you know I could see it being like okay but yeah, I, I also am like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Off. I, I, yeah. But in case you don't know who Annalie Ashford is, she's right. right now in impeachment. She's playing Paula Jones. She's got she's a fantastic. crazy musical theater background. She originated. Went to Marymount. She went to your college. Yeah. She was in the original cast of Legally Blonde. Mm, she was a, one of the iconic Glindas, I think. 
Oh yeah, I always forget she was Glenda. in Wicked. She yeah. had a long run Kinky in that. She was a Kiki Boots. She's a Tony Award for Sylvia. <laughs> She's done She's everything. Sunny in the Park Sunny with George, park. with you know that Jake. Yeah, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Whatever his name is. That um, Jake guy. Yeah, the Jake man. Yes, like she's just she's everywhere. A, she's an amazing you performer. I, I find her. her to be also just her. She's so funny. I think she's one of the best young comedian performers. Mm-hmm. Like true comedian. She's very yeah. funny. Yeah. So I'm I, glad she's doing. I mean, stuff. I just wanted to present that because it's. I stumbled upon it accidentally looking for Josh Henry's. I found Annalie Ashford's. Oh, very funny, weird, right? Weird. But I was like, this is interesting. I want to talk about it on the podcast because I'm like, is this something now that we would deem like tone deaf? Right. Okay. Moving forward. Interesting. Thanks for bringing that up. You got it. I just have to say Love this. It. This is a one sentence one. Tell us. The Muni. Hey, Muni. Hey, Muni. They did The Wiz in 2018. And Danielle Fulton played Dorothy Gale. And I'm just going to say this, and I will also post this on our Instagram. Best silver slippers I've ever seen at the Muni. And you know what? They have to make those silver slippers sparkle. That audience is jai Enormous. Like, we need this to be glittering. Yeah, they have to be because people are miles yeah. away from the theater. <laughs> so I just have to say that. Like, I could not take my eyes. She was sounding stunning singing home, but I could not take my eyes off her oh, silver slippers. They were so gorgeous. gorgeous. Um, so just wanted to give a shout out to the costume designer at the yes. and Danielle Fulton for the best silver, silver slippers I have seen in a stage production. Amazing. I can't even with this, what you're going to hear right what? now. What? What am I about to hear? Um, I don't know anything more than this is a video on YouTube from, it may be a community theater production of The Wiz. I don't know. I can't tell. It I'm looks here like for it's those. That, it looks you like know it's I'm a, here for those. It's a fine line where I did, Jersey has fierce community theater where yeah. you'd be confused. You'd be like, oh, maybe this is like a summer stock. Maybe this is yeah. a regional theater. No, Jersey, there's a lot of folks who maybe went to theater schools mm-hmm. um, and oh, yeah. decided so close to the city. Yeah, and decided yeah. maybe to have a different lifestyle, maybe did not want to do this industry, but still keep up performing. So they're in these community theaters being fierce. So <laughs> this has that feel. I'm not quite sure. I'm like, this could be either or. Yeah. I believe the singer, it's very like the details are vague. Her name is Chris Chrysalin Love. Love. 2017 it. again. I cannot handle the vocals on home. I just have to, sh- I have to share these vocals because this was the favorite new find vocals I had. Oh. Okay. Wait, wait, you said that's the Muni or it's, it's unknown. Um, this is an unknown production. It's un- unknown. Unknown. I just know Chris Lynn has 40 subscribers. The comments are turned off. Um, I, I, I mean, I fell out of my chair. I mean, the vocals are nuts. The physicality is. Not, yeah, yeah, she, she like, she, she's viewers, in. go watch this. She like throws her hands as like she's fireballs. In. She's um, in. you it, could tell this song means a lot to her. Yes. Yes. Where is I this? had to share it. All I can find is more YouTube clips from... But it doesn't say where. No, I cannot find. 
Chrysaline, tell us. Oh my goodness. Singer who once was told she'd get only supporting roles is Dorothy in The Wiz. There's LOL. An article. LOL. There is an article, friends. The Daily Distraction, Kentucky's Chrysaline Love delivers a world full of love in The Wiz. Sick of staying at home? Let this home cheer you up. Playbill posted this. So Playbill They were like, she's amazing. Um, Confession, if you send me a YouTube video telling me I have to watch this, I probably won't. If I tell you I did, I'm probably lying. Sorry, I'm busy. But I'm thankful that when a friend, a fellow option up connoisseur, sent this clip a few days ago, I clicked. (laughs) So this production got a little playbill spotlight. I didn't even know about this. Wow. Um, Got a little, like, nod. But it looks like the performance from a 2017 production at Distilled Theater Company in Lexington. That's not even the same Kentucky production we presented right, last time. We it's did, different. We did another one. Starts off like most others, a tearful goodbye with some musings of love overflowing. But as soon as she rounds the corner of the second verse, a slight run up on time, <sighs> be my friend, signals and unleashing. I mean, it is full force belt. She's jumping up octaves. It's nuts. So I'm actually, it's hilarious that... Um, Playbill did a mention. That's on this. so During funny. During the pandemic when we had nothing better to do. Yeah, they were like, um, go watch this. Sending people to YouTube links. Um, p- apparently, she had a couch concert for Distilled Theater Company in which she sings, among others, The Color Purple's I Am Here and oh. a Home Reprise. I mean, um, that's really fun. That's a nice little find. So, Crystal in Love, we see you, girl. I mean, it is it is an iconic, iconic performance. Okay, Anna, but I'm before, before I leave you to your rabbit hole. I just have to also say, Everybody Rejoice is a gift to show choirs across America. Stop! Oh my god. Stop. Oh. Fantasy. That's all I'm going to give you. Please don't stop it. That's all I'm going to give you. Rejoice, rejoice. <laughs> Woo! That doesn't give you the Lord inside of you. I don't know what it does. <laughs> rejoice, rejoice. I am dead. I don't. I can't. I, have I done this for the pod yet? I don't think I have. So I like to make M laugh by doing my interpretation of all the Mama Asakas. I feel like I. <laughs> In Once on this Island, since Once on this Island, for whatever reason, in Jersey, is done at every middle school, every high school. I did it. With, I did it. With white children. Should not have done it. And I feel like this is what I had to sit through all the time. Walk with me, little girl. Let me set you Wow. Rejoice, rejoice. It's been a gift rejoice, to show choirs rejoice. across America. So thank you. Every child in this show choir is white. Oh, yeah. And my, we will presence that. It looks like it's also called the Fantasy Show Choir. The Fantasy Show Choir. At Seminole High School, 2013 to 2014. So, oh, rejoice, wow. rejoice. I had to. Okay, that ends my rabbit hole of new finds on <sighs> the YouTubes. This is one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. <laughs> I'm dead. I will never be okay again. I don't know how to come back from that, to be honest. I mean, we st- we have lots. This is good. This is good. My next one is chill. Like, my next one's very chill. So okay. No, I that. have two left. Okay. That was... Me too. I'm not... I have not recovered from any of anything that just happened, but all right. This has already been mentioned. 
Lachance, believe in yourself. Do you have a clip? The Waste City Center. Do you have a clip? Yes. Thank you. I was like, I don't know. I like, couldn't decide on a clip, so I'm glad you... See, this is where we balance each other without I got trying you. to balance each other. Like it's just belting in my like, face. Or Audra. Like I would just be like, just like sing to me. I don't know how to react. What is that called? Like, what role would I be? <laughs> what, what is that called? <laughs> what show? Is okay, this? let me just say, I've never seen her perform live. Sadly, me neither. But she's like one of those performers that I've known about my whole life. She's on all my cast. She's albums. in everything. Yeah. And she's also company to that company cast recording. She's on that she, too. She's in everything. Ugh. She's also one of those. She is one of those performers for me. I'm realizing. I realized this with Kristen Tenwith the other night. Like, they are obviously so talented. And everyone's so talented. Everyone's so good. But they're, I think everyone, we all have, like, our favorites, right? That it's not even, it's just their essence. It's just, like, this person makes me cry. And she is one of those people that I'm like, she is royalty to me. You are, like, Broadway royalty. I, You can do no wrong in my book. And there's something just... She's a like queen, like literally queen, like about her, and especially in this costume, like she has jewels scattered upon her collarbone and like shoulders. This is so comforting. This is just to me like an iconic, legendary moment in theater. So Lachance well, is the perfect love choice for her. Yeah, she is. Yeah, for a Broadway, yeah, like a Broadway community <sighs> production, she I will, could still do it. Now. I so, she would be so good. She, yeah. So I just even though this is like what over this is this no this was, is yeah twelve years this ago. is yeah twelve years ago that's quite she could totally do she it do she'd be fantastic so that song is beautiful I'm I'm just not okay are you complete that. I'm complete with the <laughs> shots. oh my gosh okay. I my second rabbit hole was on some literature that some I literature read post post and while I guess we were going through this that I just want to give some shout outs to. Um, there is a, a book published in 2014 called The Gospel According to the Wiz yes. and Other Sermons from Cinema. Otis Moss III is the author. There are four chapters that are all on the Wiz. And the chapters on the Wiz are called The Gospel According to the Wiz. I'm ready to get out of us. Mm. We have The Miseducation of the Scarecrow. We have The God in You. And we have another one called Running with the Right People. So it's really cool. It's a collection of sermons, which I think is just really exciting. The cover is beautifully Aussie. It's the Emerald City with the lion's tail curving with the yellow brick road towards the Emerald City. Um, but I want, I thought it would be fun just to kind of play a little like oracle roulette with this and just put my finger down on a passage and see if it speaks to us. Because okay. that's what this is. It's like inspirational sermons, right? Love it. So this one we got is from The Miseducation of the Scarecrow. <laughs> Do not listen to the crows, because if you listen to the crows, you will always stay stuck on the pole. <gasps> For one reason or another, you can decide to confound the world. The world, from the moment we land it in America, set it up so that we would stay in the field. 
Wow. Can you imagine that? An entire government was against a group of people, but look at what God has done. The resources of the wealthiest country on the planet were designed to keep you in one particular place. But look, you have transformed the country. Now, one who was now one who was told that he could never enter the house through the front door is running the thing. Crows don't have any authority. You have to understand this and stop thinking small. Stop thinking like crows. As for Paul, when he writes in Romans 12 2, do not be conformed to the culture of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is my first Bible quote on Down the Elbrick Pot. Welcome. He was talking to people who were listening to Roman crows. Oh my gosh. What a passage to just land okay, on. Okay, whoa. I need to deep dive this. This book, book is pretty cool, but that's, yeah. it's a, it's um kind of what we do in our own yes. way. Spirit, making a spiritual connection. A spiritual meal out yeah. of this. And it's, I think it's beautiful mm. that this supports texts in the Bible yeah. um, in a way. And That's so cool. Gives, yeah, it gives a visual to some um, beautiful big ideas. And this one wow. specifically Listening for to the, the black pros. community yes, exactly. is very impactful. Yes. So really cool. I don't know much about Otis Moss. No, me neither. Um, but good. this book is out there. It's one of the only books you can find. Well, he's a pastor of Trinity United Church of Christ in Chicago. Wow. Don't know if that is still true. That was true at the time of this writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, this is one of the only books when you like search for books on the way is that you will find. That comes find. up. It's on, yeah, I think yeah. it's on Amazon. You can find it's it. All at, around. I bought this at the Lip Bar in New York City. Yeah, you can find Lip this Bar. at a lot of different places. So that's number one for writing. Um, wow. Number two, um, I think I was able to read this full article, but now it's really hard to find the full article of this. The Wiz Redux, or Why Queer Black Feminist Spectatorship and Politically Engaged Popular Entertainment Continue to Matter, <laughs> mm. which is by LaDonna L. Forsgren. Now, right now, from what I'm seeing, you can get little samplings of it, but you cannot read the full paper. I'm pretty sure I read the full paper and I'm unable to figure out where it is. Um, this looks amazing. But it's really, really cool. It's a whole beautiful personal exploration of the Wiz. I mean, the, the title kind of says what it is. Um, so another another um, piece of Wiz research I highly recommend. It's Print it in theater survey in September 2019. So check that on out. Mm. Just a shout out there. I read the whole thing way back and it is beautiful on tying into um, queer identity with Diana Ross's portrayal as Dorothy, which I think that is a cool thing to explore that Diana does not know her identity. And that's why Oz mm-hmm. is also very important to her or is mm-hmm. uncertain about what her gender identity is what her sexual orientation yeah. is oh it's her it's a perfect framework for that for self-exploration yes. and an identity so it goes off on it and like also i just want to say this there is a sampling that you could look at um the first few sentences are i don't remember the very first time i watched the Wiz. growing up in a black household during the 1980s the film was as much a part of my upbringing as the countless hours i spent removing my jerry curl activator from the sofa practicing the moonwalk or listening to my mother and sister's annual Thanksgiving argument about how much salt <laughs> should go on to the collard greens. <laughs> oh my God. What I do remember is how much I enjoyed watching the Wiz each Thanksgiving day. My six sisters and I would gather around the television set and watch our heroine, Dorothy Diana Ross travel from her aunt's Harlem apartment to the magical land of Oz. And that's how it starts. I mean, it's super cool. So wow. that's one. And the last 
The last, last, last little um, article I will shout out. I mean, I do have to also have like a little royal revisionist moment with this. There is a book called Adapting the Wizard of Oz, musical (gasps) versions from Bomb to MGM and beyond, edited by Danielle Burkett and Dominic McHugh. This is perfect. Um, Except that there's one article on the list. Oh, not perfect. And it's a lot of... Um, Lies. I mean, this is our season, right? Like This, this I is got literally really, our season. I got really excited to, to, to look at this. And I'm going to... Um, I think it mostly focuses, obviously... I've read a lot of different articles in here. It focuses mostly on the MGM film, as most do. Um, a little mm-hmm. bit on the Broadway extravaganza. But the main focus is White Oz. Let's right. just be real. White That's, Oz. Yes. Um, there is Knowledge one article... Is on the Wiz called Ease on Down the Road, the um, Ease on Down the Road, Black Routes and the Soul of the Wiz, which is by a white author from what I know, Ryan Bunch. It is a good article though. And there's two things I wanted to share from this article that I thought were really, really cool. Okay, this part. These embodied expressions of black soul, however, are multifaceted. Dorothy's relationship to soul is important specifically because she's a black girl in circumstances that make particular demands on her role in the community. In discussing the stage version, Stacey Wolf describes Dorothy as the head of an assembled family in which she stands in for Black women as heads of households and African-American community leaders in the 1970s. Similarly, Rhonda Williams, discussing the movie, sees the Wiz's Black women, including Dorothy and the Witches, as occupying positions of power in the community. As one of these women in training, Dorothy has to rescue, re-educate, support, encourage, and uplift the Black man in order to re-establish the Black family unit and community. She has to uplift the Black man. I was like, whoa, this is interesting. This is all from Rhonda Williams. Um, These Black men are represented by her three traveling companions and the wizard who all need her help in realizing their potential. I find that to be interesting. And then it says here, while Wolf and Williams readings bring welcome attention to the valued role of black women, they may also remind us of the pressure under which black girls may be expected to grow up quickly in order to assume this role. Mm-hmm. The urgency of this process is especially pronounced in the movie in which Aunt M is eager for Dorothy to leave her job teaching young children to take a better paying one working with high school students. If Dorothy's journey centers on her black girlhood and the demands of taking up black womanhood, her companions might be seen as embodying anxieties about black masculinity and appropriate expressions of intelligence, compassion, and courage. Mm-hmm. I really found that intriguing. And this is where, this is kind of like where it ends that I would like to share as well. Keep on keeping on the road that you choose where next, it says. The Wiz stands at something of a crossroads. Alan Wool notes that the stage version has dispensed with the explicit treatment of social and political concerns addressed by Black musicals earlier in the 1970s. The film version marked the end of an era of Black exploitation and similar film genres that, along with Black popular music, had expressed the optimism of Black difference in the 1960s and the 1970s. Shortly after the film flopped, disco died, which I think is important to know, and Motown faded. After their work on The Wiz, Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones teamed up to redefine the sound of popular music in the 1980s, hybridizing soul with rock and other styles. Thus, The Wiz represents both a high watermark of soul and the beginning of a transition to a less political post-soul moment characterized by an individualistic self-help culture and suggestive of the dawning of the 1980s with the Reagan presidency, the Huxtables, Oprah Winfrey, Mm. and the displacement of soul music by the adult contemporary radio format. I mean, I thought that was interesting too, to just like, it is like kind of the end of the 
post-civil rights era this back into true. the, we're all okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, this interesting. book is interesting. So this okay. essay is very interesting. I yeah. think it, this book, this adapting the Wizard of Oz book, they did a disservice by not including yes. any articles written by any person of color about any Huge of disservice. the Wizard of Oz movie musicals. Yeah. But this is a well-written article. But that's I will a great, say that. Yeah, I'm glad that's it. And it looks like it was thoroughly researched. I mean, the bibliography just yeah, for this article that is alone cool. is intense. Oh, wow. So. Wow. Yeah. Hey, oh my those are gosh, my, those are my three yes. further reading rabbit holes. And we each have one listeners, left. Listeners, y'all have homework. You're going to be busy. Yeah, you could stay in the woods as long as you want. Yeah, you you can. We'll give you a biblio. You don't have to go. <laughs> um, Thank you for those resources. I love that. that. Okay, I have a few fast facts before I give you my final, my final one. Okay. Number one, have you heard of the OZ, a hip-hop re-adaptation of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz with an all-black cast that was to use original music rather than adapt the Wiz that was planned by Fox and director Chris Stokes in the okay. early 2000s? No. I'd never heard about it till today. It was like the OC. Yes, I've heard the, the OC. OC. <laughs> the OC. Apparently, Brandy. Brandy. I mean, yeah. That Queen Latifah. Sense. This would have all made sense. Patti LaBelle. Yep. Buster Rhymes. Little Richard. Yep, 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 yep. Were among the planned cast. But the, telef- the telefilm ultimately went unproduced. Fox instead became a co-producer on The Muppets Wizard of Oz. Starring Ashanti. And Latifah. Ashanti. There she is again. Um, but I'm very sad we didn't get that because Brandy deserves a moment in The Wiz. <laughs> Brandy! She, uh, she still, it could come. It could still yeah, happen! It could still happen. She like, could be a she good could witch. play yeah. Dorothy. No, I'm just kidding. She could play Dorothy. She honestly could. Honestly, like Diana Ross said. You know what? Brandy, do whatever. Live your dreams, Brandy. <laughs> also, Brandy looks always 25. Brandy so. <laughs> is perpetually Cinderella. Yes. Um, Beyonce was offered, apparently, to play Glinda in The Wiz Live. <gasps> I mean that's that's the rumor. I who mean, knows if it happened? Udo but is my favorite part. I know Udo. She it agreed, and at the same time, can you imagine Beyonce? I mean, that's a lot. That's like that's a lot. In that's that a lot. golden that's a lot. golden gown, that <laughs> that's a lot. And then my last fun fact: there is an upcoming production of The Wiz Hope Mill Theater, Hope Mill Theater Hope in. Mill. In Manchester. Yes, I've been loving their stuff on the That Insta. looks really cool. It's incredible. There's like kind of a, I'm not sure exactly what's happening, but there's like some sort of reimagining happening. Yes, it looks really, really It cool. looks gorgeous. Thank you for shouting that out. I was going to yeah. do the same. November 24th. It opens like in two weeks. We were joking. I actually was joking with one of our UK listeners. Like Woo-hoo! we really want to come visit. They're like, come, come. This looks amazing. It runs till January 16th. So like, you know, maybe, maybe we'll we get a just head on over. Head on over. Okay, and now here is my number one, my final. I'm very excited. I'm guessing. I don't know. I I know what yours is. I know you know. I'll tell you. Uh, Yeah, I know what it is. Mine, just because I'm feeling all the Stephanie Mills love forever, is her, I'm not sure the exact year, but it's sometime in the 80s. She sings Home at Showtime at the Apollo. Amazing. I mean, Uh-oh. we've already talked about her, but how, like. <laughs> no, I mean, she reinvents the song I, I every time I don't know she how it. she does this. Like, there could be a, there are a hundred videos, videos of her singing this song on YouTube. And we all sound the different. audience, what gets me is the audience. Like, let's see, this beginning. They just see her, they don't know what she's doing yet. When I think of home, I think of a resting monologue. 
that little opening monologue that's in the like, music video yeah the my friends who have been with me on my journey in oz and some have gone home yes. like that could make that makes me want to cry a little bit yes oh my god <sighs> but the apollo it's like it's in harlem it feels very iconic that yeah. she is there in new york singing this and this i mean this is this i don't even just go please go watch this but like having a spiritual oh my gosh a spiritual revival like people are people are standing her. i don't think it can be overstated like how iconic stephanie mills and her association with this song no. is so, she i will say on record um, she this is her song this she, is her song forevermore i love what diana ross did in the film and like but this is like i i it's like when i saw like lies when i do maybe this time i fell out of my seat like it's just there are people who just have their signature song. This is definitely her signature song. Yes. She is she is the mother of the song. She's the protector of the song. <laughs> she is who this you is have to song. pay homage to if you do the song. You have to. Or you're not doing it right. Or, or you, yeah, you have problems. <laughs> you need to. Because, you know, there's some people who originate songs that you then will see, like, later on, actually, someone comes along and actually maybe actually owns it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that happens, and yeah, that's fine. Right? We're all but this journeys. is her song. She has owned this song since she was 15. And I forgot who, what we were referencing. The other day we were saying, like, when you sing, it is God, like, coming out of you. Singing is God, yeah. Singing is God. And to me, that is what she is doing, is, like, whatever you believe. The beat in the barbershop is God. The beat in the barbershop <laughs> is God. Whatever spiritual thing you have or don't have or, you know, whatever your whatever, like, yeah. is a magical thing inside of you, she... Her singing this is that and like connects me immediately to that feeling. <sighs> I think it's as close to the divine as you can get. Yes. Ugh. And it's just, she's so tiny and it's like, how does this come out of you? I don't understand. So that's my number, number one. But I will say, take that with a grain of salt because these are all very, very hard to rank. Oh yeah, impossible to rank, except yeah. for mine. This is number one. But I do know what yours is <laughs> and I'm very upset that I did not include it on mine and I'm ready for it. Bring us home. I'm not going to say much more, okay. except that this video is my most watched YouTube video. Oh my gosh, of course it is. Um, since college, this has been my video to go to when I need a pick-me-up. I'm not going to say anything else, except I'm going to hit play. Oh my God. Just to, we're going to get right to the goods. Right to the goods. <laughs>
of a middle school on their feet. Oh, <laughs> um, that I, I, my scalp has chills. I mean, that's got and right every there. single time, every single time I've, I hear that, I've seen it. It's had I've had to be in like I'm got to be close to a thousand times. I've seen this. Like it's got to be that high. I've seen it so many times. Maybe not that many times, but it's it's in the hundreds somewhere. I've seen it so many times. Listeners, I, this is Jasmine Sullivan, age eleven. Age. Jasmine Sullivan is a pop artist she, now. Yes. She sang the Super Bowl she this sang, year. She sang at the Super Bowl. <laughs> She's doing great. She has um, the two windows Yeah, that's car. her. How, at age 11, do you know how to sound like channel that? something and know how to do that? And I don't, I really don't understand. For every, it's, for the 188 people who have thumbs down this video, I never want to know you, okay? You better, you listen better to rethink me. Listen your to life me. Choice. If you are here right now. Listen to me if you're listening to this I podcast. don't want to know you. You are not my person. That's all I can say. But let's say it has 24,000 like, likes. You're also those one in down. the minority, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this has <laughs> 1.5 million views. I, I bet mean, this is her most viewed video and she's like, oh, God. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. No, it's, and this it has been surfacing. This is like old YouTube. I mean, the comments are going back years upon years. <laughs> like one says oh, seven years ago. I mean, this has been, it's been around. Been video, I've this seen video, this video, maybe not sure. this posting of yeah. it has been circulating yeah. since like, I want to say 2007 is, when this is a top like YouTube, YouTube sur- video yeah. of like, oh my gosh, watch this, you know? It's just the audacity. <laughs> the, audacity the audacity and the fact that everyone in the audience is like, can you imagine being there? Being like, no. wait, what? Most middle school plays are your oh, kid going, yeah. Is your kid going, oh, that is your middle school play, not stop, this. Stop, stop. <laughs> like, that is actually rude. It's actually, no, how dare she? You don't get better than the that. The theater director she, she, she at the school is probably like, yeah. I don't know what to do. You just have the divine in your hands. <laughs> I Yeah. I'm so, so glad it was your number one. I was really racking my brain, and I'm I'm disappointed in myself. That I didn't put this on my list, but I let's just have it be number one. The Wiz, I mean, it is the super soul musical, right? That's their yeah. that's their tagline. Right. I can't thank it enough for the soul oh. it has brought to our <laughs> to us. Like this coming out of a pandemic, we're still very much in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, returning back to our city, which has changed, we have changed, mm-hmm. and reckoning now with who we are. This, oh my gosh, like. Em and I, before we got on, we're like, our goal for the winter should be we become businesswomen. Tara just I was like, that's head. our goal. We become, our goal is we are businesswomen. We become we are businesswomen. We are becoming women. But I was like, I resist growing up. I do. For sure. And I think that's a big theme in the film Wiz. Yeah. And it's also like a theme of one of our favorite podcasts of We Can Do Hard Things. It's like yeah. you kind of have to, it's okay if you resist that, but you still have to do the hard things. You can't run from responsibilities mm-hmm. that maybe you don't agree with, but it is a part of this world that you are in. Yeah. And reminding yourself there's still all this juiciness that like something like home celebrates. Yeah. Um, I, I think yeah. I will safely say home is one of the best 11 o'clock numbers ever written in the musical theater canon. 100%. I think musical theater programs if we have any educators here like it is a service to your students if you if you walk them through the whiz and if you are a white educator or a non-black educator consider having someone else come in to help explain this yeah what this musical means um yeah because i think this is the stuff that could really blur lines where we have a lot of like division or misunderstanding 
this is a musical that can do that. We were talking mm-hmm. about one of the most iconic fairy tales, and here yeah. here it is in one of the first iterations of it being not for white people. Yes. <laughs> and I think it yes. is unbelievable. I also want to give some love to Believe in Yourself. I feel like we didn't Ugh. get to touch on that too much. It's actually... I know, we take that one for granted, yeah. I think. Which is funny, because Which I think it's the one we need because to hear the most. The, I thought of it the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, you do. That is what life is. You have to believe in yourself. Yeah. Right? No one else can do it for you. It's so simple, but it's... I thought I had that realization. Like, I need to do that. I need to do that. And I think hearing from all of our incredible guests who yes. were so kind to devote their time and expertise and memories with us yeah. like hearing what this means to our friends who are black and who grew up with this film as a child like i unfortunately didn't grow up with this film as a child so it really was very special to get to hear their perspective and what it means to them and has meant to them Same. and that's what i'm really carrying with me and i feel like it's a responsibility to be like give this give the whiz more love you know when i talk about like oh i have a wizard of oz podcast like let's talk about the whiz as well oh it's all i talk you about know? now like is the whiz. so um <laughs> i feel like i learned so much from our guests this section of our season and i'm i'm now obsessed with the whiz forever if, if you are thinking about joining our patreon we are going to have an oz giving at the oh, end of yes. november on sunday november 28th and it'll be opening with the Thanksgiving, the quote-unquote quote Thanksgiving unquote. scene. We don't think it's Thanksgiving Day, but we'll embrace it for the moment. Yeah, we we'll will, be opening yeah. with with the beautiful song sung by Aunt M, just to have mm. a moment for the Wiz. Yes. Listeners, we leave the Wiz now, mm. and we are going to oh, go... We have much more to We come. have much more to cover in not a lot of time. In like a month, yeah. So we... Mm. We're here and we're very yeah. excited and we really appreciate your listening ears. We appreciate when you write into us. We appreciate yeah. when you correct us. Please. Like we we are all here for dissent. Please. Like yeah. we love having these conversations. Yes. Um, and I think it just makes us better human beings mm-hmm. and more tolerable mm-hmm. <laughs> of yeah. lots of different perspectives. Yeah. So please come at us. Come join mm-hmm. our Patreon come if you are that. feeling like you want to have a little bit more of an intimate community discussing Oz, but mostly like our lives yeah life and like friendship the joy we find in life it's a lot of fun over there oh we have so much fun and we have so much more to come so stay stay tuned don't go anywhere we're going to the muni next let's head on some touching on some of the disney records that exist (laughs) that existed in this interim time before the stage production of the wizard of oz would pick back up before the whiz would really come in so there's a lot of ground to cover Mm -hmm. but we're doing it are going to take you as far as we can possibly take you. So hang on. We're here with you through 2021. Stay tuned. Thank you for joining. Love you, Em. Love you, too. Just one more and final thank you, because I don't think it can be said enough, is for Mr. Kenneth Harper our producer of The Wiz, and the one who persevered with this idea to make a all-black version of The Wizard of Oz from day one and did not let it go, and withstood rejection after rejection letter and just somehow 
had a resilient spirit that carried this project through. It's because of Kenneth Harper we're even talking here today. It's because of Kenneth Harper songs like Home are sung in the streets of New York City and Times Square a year after Broadway has been shut down to help us heal. And I think this needs to be said over and over and over again. Sometimes we don't know um, why we do what we do or how important the things that we believe in will be beyond the fact, but I think it's just a good reminder to know if you really want to make something happen, you can hold on to it and you can keep believing in it even if others are not believing in it because beyond this thing can maybe live even beyond you. It's just a beautiful example of that because the whiz is going to live beyond, I believe, all of us who are listening to this here today. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It will be in the ears, hopefully, of our grandchildren, of our future generations that we have yet to know. So thank you, Mr. Kenneth Harper. Thank you so much for listening to Down the Yellow Brick Pod. If you are feeling frisky with your fingertips, scroll on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a glowing rate and review. Each person who leaves us a review will be entered to win our end-of-the-season Oz giveaways, Mm. including a gift basket of musical adaptation goods, which, trust me, you aren't going to want to miss. All previous reviews will also be considered in our entries. We see you. Until next time, catch us at Down the Yellow Brick Pod in our Technicolor scrapbook on IG and partying on our Patreon. Gratitude to our patrons of present and future for making more magic possible. Let's escape to Oz soon, okay? TTYL!